Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with One. That's what I asked last time, and you made what do you, me. What do you think will happen if we just don't do this one? We could no, just we not got, do we it. Gotta, I mean, we got a soldier on. We we have a bit of horseshit to put push through. Then there's a cool boxing bit we can get no, to. No, <laughs> no, we we would not be. Listen, no one would judge us. It's an oasis in the desert. We just have to persevere. That's, okay. All right. That's we'll our, do it. We'll do it. Uh, Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about increasingly upsetting things, and also teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hi, I'm Mike, and this time we're not going to do a big old preemptive apology preamble, because we did that last week. No, I think we don't want to just spin wheels forever, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. We got Luke. I mean, yeah, I feel like we can't just say nothing. No, we're well. Listen, we're gonna say stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and then we've got Simon. Boxing robots are cool. I'm glad this is an episode all about that, and that there's nothing else in this episode. <laughs> I has anybody here seen Real Steel? Yeah, no. that's a good movie. <laughs> that's all I could think about while I was watching that part, which is very funny to me. But yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, can we so, just do a bonus episode on Real Steel instead? It's uh, kind of it's if, kind of a Power Rangers y sort if, of movie. If the only benefit is that we all have boxing robots in this one, we could just replace this with talking about Real Steel. Well, I, well, could we just, like, rename all the characters, Power Rangers names, and then just pretend it wasn't, like, a long episode? I'm willing to say Hugh Jackman plays Tommy Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> or we could go the other way and review this episode and pretend that Hugh Jackman is Tommy Oliver. That wouldn't make it better. <laughs> that would Not actually really. make it significantly worse, I think. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you could imagine it's Wolverine is climbing rocks and yeah. ignore all the context Jason around David it. Frank is not really the main core of my concerns here. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> so, obviously there's some shit to talk about this episode, if you can't tell. We'll, we'll get into it. Before that, we've got some things to talk about. <laughs> Thank you. 
Talking about things. The first thing, I watched the second episode of Beast Morphers. Remember uh, me too. How I was talking about how like cool and kind of intriguey the first episode was. Uh-huh. Um, this is not bad, but it does like it, it. does go, hey guys, this is Power Rangers. Please <laughs> don't forget. Okay. I mean, there's a really contrived intra-team conflict in that episode that is resolved in the weirdest way, but also like the only way they could resolve it by and still have it be a Power Rangers episode. It's so. not a bad episode. It's just it's it's just that in the first one, I was like, oh man, like this might be like good, like period, like not right. good for Power Rangers. No, and then, no, come on, and no, then it's, the- it's good for Power Rangers. <laughs> it's. And then, and then in the second episode, they're immediately, uh, they all have specific problems having to do with the animal DNA that they've been combined with in yep. order to get their powers. Uh, there is a quick line where they ask the 10 year old scientist who invented their powers <laughs> why he thought it was a good idea to in- inject them with animal DNA. And basically his answer is, I'm 10. <laughs> so, like, that's. We have to talk about that episode because so it turns out that they got the strengths and weaknesses of their animal DNA. Sure. And so the weakness of the lion guy is that he freezes whenever he sees dogs. So first of all, he's a cheetah. <laughs> oh, he's a which, cheetah. Sorry. Which yeah. makes me angrier because he freezes when he sees dogs, which is stupid, but whatever. There's, he's it's, like in his Zord and he sees a billboard for dog food and he freezes right there. And that's yeah, how they figure it I out. I mean, that's uh, that's some fucking Power Ranger shit. And that's stupid, but fine. Now, hold on. The thing... I, I think that's a carryover from GoBusters, and I think in GoBusters oh, he freezes when he sees chickens. I think yes, it is. There is a similar episode in GoBusters. The thing that kills me is that other two rangers are gorilla and rabbit, and yeah. their okay. two weaknesses are the rabbit's is that she runs out of energy carrots. very fast unless she eats carrots, and the gorilla's is that if he uses all his muscles at once, they overheat. Those yep. are both so. specifically issues cheetahs actually have. <laughs> also, not really issues that gorillas or rabbits have. I'm no. pretty sure cheetahs don't freeze when they see rabbits dogs either. Don't eat that many carrots in the wild. No, that's they a, don't. That's a weird translation because, like, both of them are kind of, sort of near a thing. Like, okay, you could see that, like, the gorilla was supposed to be rage issues, but they. Did right. it weird and rabbits? Like I, I can speak from a lot of experience. Rabbits, uh, like yeah, are extremely hyper and they eat a lot. It doesn't have yeah. to be carrots, but they eat a lot. But yeah. also, rabbits are a prey animal. So if any of them are going to freak out at the sight of like a <laughs> predator animal, it would be. <laughs> they, they literally justify it by saying so. Cheetahs are felines like cats, and cats are sure. afraid of dogs. No, Done. I get what they're going for. <laughs> You know, it's just like how in the wild, cheetahs are afraid of, I don't know, wolves. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it was very, it's fun, but it's very, very silly. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to, people have been asking me about it. Mike, it's, you probably know this. Do you know why people think that rabbits like carrots so much? Oh, it's very specifically because of Bugs Bunny. It's, no, yeah. I was asking the other people because I knew you would know. Yeah, it. that's that's what I, I would have guessed. As I well. did not. I did not know Bugs Bunny was the originator of that. Yeah, because no. they just wanted him to like hold a vegetable like a cigar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah and they wanted to show him smoking and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so a lot just, of weird yeah. shit that like uh, we've had cartoons 
around for such a long time that they've actually been influencing the culture. Like, right. Nimrod is an insult now, and it used to very much be the opposite of that, actually. Right, because Bugs Bunny sarcastically calls Elmer Fudd Nimrod. And then people yeah. forgot that it was sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like a great hunter in the Bible or something. And like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like Poindexter, too. Isn't that from the uh, Looney Tunes also? Same same di- difference, remember. basically. Oh, yeah, I think I think that's right. Um. So, yeah, so it was fun. Uh, I did not know that about, or that about rabbits. They do yeah. like carrots, right? It, but not like in any, in any special way. It's just uh, like, yeah. I, mean, are... I think you can give a character a rabbit to sharpen their teeth on. That's the main use for them. But like that, they're not going to eat exclusively carrots. Yeah. That's not what they do. Right. Well, well, actually, the the thing the thing about carrots and rabbits, and the, and this is actually kind of the weirdly dangerous thing about it, is carrots aren't like they're not like poisonous for rabbits. They're they're all right for rabbits to eat. But the thing is, they're incredibly sugary. Yeah. So they should only be like an occasional treat. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're the equivalent of giving a rabbit a candy bar. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the same with like wait why or why are in cartoons do they always give cats milk when like that's not really right well, especially if that. they're older. Yeah. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, that that's a is a stupid episode, but hey, it's fun. So Power Rangers uh, Beast Morphers continues to be pretty good. It's way better than Ninja Steel. It's on par with Dino Charge. I'd say I'm having fun with it so far. So far, anyway. Yeah, yeah I'm enjoying it. Uh, so that's that. The second thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I think we mentioned it existed, but uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, which is an yeah. upcoming Power Rangers fighting game um, that's being worked on, got a trailer for it. Uh, it's out in April. Uh, and what I didn't know about this up um, until fairly recently, because it's based on the mobile game that we've talked about a bunch uh, right. here and there, uh, in terms of the like the assets are 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 uprezzed assets or not right. uprezzed they're like better they're not just right, up-res, but it's the same but dev team yeah same dev team uh or, or at least the same publisher and then they've got uh like a lot of the same characters and assets in there and stuff um what i didn't know is that a, a couple uh, if you're in the fighting game community um which i'm not i don't i like fighting games but i don't follow them like super closely um I guess uh, Clockwork and Shady K, who are two big players in the uh, uh, in the fighting game community, are part of the dev team. And then towards the more recently, they've brought in Justin Wong, who like even if you don't play fighting games, you might know that name. Yeah, he is from that uh, one, the, the 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 counter thing, the video from Street Fighter. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the one Psycho. This, that, those are the yeah. two. Justin yeah. Wong is definitely a person's name who I have heard Matt say about a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we need a, Matt here for this, damn it. He is a, yeah, we definitely need to grand, get him on to talk about this shit. Yeah, Probably after a, the game actually comes out, I would say. We good, right. yeah. so Justin Not Wong that we a, can't have him on sooner, because he's our uh, friend, but right, like, right. we definitely need to get him on here once uh, that game's out. He's too busy being mad about uh, Devil May Cry. But anyway, he's so uh, mad about it. So Justin Wong Wait, is he mad about it? No, he likes it. I was just oh, okay. I saw silly. him like he's mad that people yeah. like DMC and it's coming back up and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DMC rules. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so he he's a kind of a granddaddy of the fighting game community. Uh, they've all been working on the the balance of the game, um, and they recently had a big long dev stream in addition to this trailer, um, which you can find on YouTube by just googling or just YouTube searching Power Rangers Battle for the Grib, uh, and. So some stuff that's co- has come out about it. It's a three-on-three tag game. Uh, if you play fighting games, uh, you might be familiar with like D- Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Is right. a is a that style of game? The Capcom Marvel versus Capcom games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not gonna get like it's kind of a favorite genre of like 
for fighting games that are more based on like here's a roster of characters you like from yeah. some other thing and we want to give you the opportunity to use as many of those characters at once as we can. Yeah, it, exactly. well, it kind of yeah. works better with a large cast and this game doesn't have that so there's going to be a lot of repeats I guess. Well, but we still. don't know exactly how many player characters are going to be in it but it is going to be a, a slightly smaller. It's a budget game. It's 20 bucks um, which is cool uh, and I'm not going to get super deep into it, but I, I watched that whole series and it, or series, that whole video. And it looks like they're taking a lot of stuff from that, that they like from Marvel vs. Capcom, from DBZ Fighters. Yeah. Uh, there's some stuff in there that I haven't even seen in other fighting games where like, and again, I won't get too deep, but one thing I thought was super cool is, uh, when you press the assist button to call in an assist, uh, you can keep going with your main character, but if you hold, the tag button at uh-huh. some point the assist you called out stays in and the other guy leaves and then you're just that guy oh, which i've never seen before so you which can, is like, cool as you hell you can combo your tag into you combo your assist into it yeah tag. you can also yeah. throw a guy uh into a like you call in an assist who does a throw to you basically you like alley oop the guy to yourself oh, so that you can juggle between your own character. It's just got some really neat ideas in there. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like um, stuff that would be really annoying in like serious high level play, but like I guess because this is more of a budget game, they're doing things like, hey, wouldn't it be fucking wacky and fun if you could do this? Yeah. A- and they're taking it like fairly seriously, and that's cool because I kind of thought this would be a dump game. Like it would be yeah. not not like yeah. awful, but that it would come out and uh, like I would play it for a little while and, and then yeah. I'd, I mean, I'd it, be done. It is budget and you know, graphically, it doesn't look impressive at all. So right. you would think, just looking at it, that it's a stupid bad game. But it seems like it plays okay from what I've it seen seems, in video. So it yeah. seems pretty cool. So I, I wanted would, to I would be quickly pretty impressed give... if if it came out and was good, especially because like the last like proper console Power Rangers game we got was Super Nintendo, I think. No, there's been uh, someone like PS2, no, like the, that beat em up oh. that we got the. That was like oh yeah, there was that right. one. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Everybody yeah. forgot about it for good reason. Yeah. Listen, as um, long as it's at least as good as that Sega Genesis fighting game they did. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that, that game is pretty fun. That's not a great... It's really not great, power, but, but it's, yeah. it's okay. Listen, it's that was fine. the Power Rangers game I owned. I never had that Super Nintendo like brawler. I just had that fighting game. Which was maybe yeah, I had slightly the, better, but not by much. Yeah. yeah, I had the Genesis fighting game. I, I think we've talked about it a long time ago. I think Matt had it too. Like that was that was just just a fun fighting game. Yeah. yeah. It's it's okay. So I wanted to go real quickly over the um the roster, because it's kind of interesting. So you got Tommy and Jason. Yep. Fine. Green Ranger Tommy, Red Ranger Jason. You got Goldar. That's pretty cool. Yes. I love Goldar. Yep. Like me. And he's wait, also wait, wait, real. Wait, Zach, Zach, can you Go take ahead. that again, but say it like um like the Austin Powers bad guy? Like. I don't wanna. Do I have I to? I love Goldar. He loves Goldar. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Simon. Thank you so uh, much. I you know what I love a big chunky Goldar because he's uh-huh. real chunky in this in this one, which I like. Uh, we've got Lord Jacan because <laughs> yeah, have I'm to so, now. yeah, Zach. I don't think very many people like their Goldar's creamy. Ew. Well, uh, <laughs> Some the, do. The, the 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 most recent movie liked its Goldar. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, that's creamy Goldar. <laughs> um. So you got Dracon, which is cool. Uh, yeah. you know, not that surprising. Uh, then you've got kind of a weird mix of, of like comics characters and then like slightly less 
popular or known show characters. You've got Magma, a Magma Defender. That's Magna. not right. You've Magna. got the Magna Defender from yes. Lost Galaxy. That's a good cool. pull. That's a good pull. I like him. Um, you've got uh, the Ranger Slayer from the comics. So mm-hmm. so cool future Kimberly. Yeah. Um, you've got Mastodon Sentry, which is one of Dracon's like, evil minions based on the Rangers. Right. Uh, obviously based on Zack. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And then you've got uh, Gia Moran from um, Megaforce. Uh, Megaforce, which is bad, but from what I understand, everyone likes Gia. She's like Gia? the one. Yeah, thing. she's. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's like. reasons why Gia is cool, cooler than the rest of that show, and I yeah, sure get it. It surprised me how much they're like. I know that mobile game had a lot of weird deep cuts, but I'm surprised they're holding on to that kind of character for the like console game. I would have thought they'd go super like just mainstream, like basically just Mighty Morphin with maybe a couple characters from the most recent series. Right. Like, so that's could, what's good. So I, I was gonna say you could tell me that Gia is like a lot of people probably have the headcanon that Gia is gay, which is probably a reason why she might be popular to some people. And uh-huh. I think, yeah, like, as like as as a weird like unstated representation sure. on the show, I guess. And I could see that being a factor. The other thing that's so so then the last one is Cat Cat uh, Manx from SPD, which is really weird because Cat is basically their Billy, like their tech person. Uh-huh. She has a she morphs once. Yeah, and it's in the best the episode of show, SPD, and and they made her one of the characters. So like, as far as deep weird pulls. Yeah. Like, Listen, that's a weird pull. <laughs> everybody on SPD sucks, and Kat is awesome, and she's always in the control room for the whole series, except that one episode where she gets to morph into a ranger, and she's awesome. It's so, cool. It's it's also, like, a unique costume. Like, it's cool. So, yeah, yeah I'm glad. I will say, if uh, Bulk and Skull aren't in there as, like, an Ice Climbers duo, I'm boycotting <laughs> this game. So here's what I'll say, but, uh, say that's good. Uh, before, my- before we move on, what I do want to say is, even in the worst seasons, fans will find something to like. Oh yeah, like that's oh, just yeah. what, that's just I mean, what they do. Like Operation like, Overdrive had a cool robot twist. That's the only yeah. good thing in that ep- in that season, and it's yeah. an okay twist. Samurai people like the the one the temporary Red Ranger that's there for like what two episodes yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 Lauren's cool. So so yeah. So what I'll say is um, the other reason, the other thing that's interesting, you're bringing up. Uh, oh, like it's weird that Gia is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'll say is if you. Uh, and I've got the list in front of me, so it was easier for me to notice. But you've got a Red Ranger, Jason. Yeah. Green Ranger, Tommy. Right. You have a Black Ranger, kind of, in mm-hmm. the Mastodon Sentry. Right. And then you have Gia as your yellow. Mm-hmm. And then you have Ranger Slayer as your pink. Yeah. There's there's no Blue Ranger at all in mm. here. So that's Justin. interesting. <laughs> Just, yep, Justin oh, from Turbo. Everybody's favorite boy. <laughs> that would, here's what's, here's what would, that would make me really happy because there are actually a fair number of blues in the mobile game that are like pretty popular. There's the Navy blue from, uh, from, um, ah, shit. Uh, what's from, what's uh, Ninja, Ninja storm? storm, Ninja yeah. storm, where there were two blue Rangers. There's the yep. Navy blue one from that. There's a uh, blue from Ninja steel. Who's like a popular character, even though Ninja steel is bad. That's Preston, um, yeah. And then there's like, 
Coda. Coda is in there. So Coda like, should there be in some the game. Fairly popular. Coda's uh, probably the coolest Blue Ranger, if I'm being honest. He's got. I mean, he's got a Captain America shield. Like that's cool by itself. Yeah. And also, he has like a capoeira fighting style. So he's like, a that'd caveman. Be but if they just didn't put any of those guys in there and put in Justin, who so many people hate, yes. like deservedly or not, that would be very just funny. Drives into battle with his pickup truck. <laughs> Can I also say that since we've been in Zio, um. My Netflix account that I share with my wife uh, is so like we essentially both use her account and then I just use mine for this show essentially. Okay. And since we switched to Zio, it's been suggesting Turbo to me. Like it's just like, <laughs> hey buddy, it's coming. You're, you're it's taking coming. it abnormally long time to build through Zio. It's Please move coming. on. You can't do nothing about it. Here it comes. <laughs> and it's just very funny to me. Shift into Turbo. It's Saint. It does have a good theme song. I like the theme song for mm-hmm. Turbo. So yeah, um, it looks cool. Oh, the, there's a like a super system like you would expect, and then the ultras are you call call in Megazords to do yeah. attacks like while you keep comboing, yep. which is cool. That's pretty neat. So uh, anyway, um, if that game's net code's good, we might do something with it that you could watch us do. It that it depends. Yeah, I, I well, think it'd be fun to try and do that, assuming it works. Because we tried to do is, that with Dragon Ball when it came out, and the net code on that game sucked ass for the first two the weeks. The net yeah. code was. Not that bad. It was that we couldn't fucking play each other was yeah. the main issue. They, they fixed it eventually. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but so we'd like, to do some, we'd like to do something with that. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll announce that if, it, if we can lock it down. But yeah, it looks cool as hell. Uh, if you like fighting games and you like Power Rangers, like, you ain't gonna get another shot anytime soon. So like, yeah. <laughs> it might be fun. Um, so there we go. That's our things. And now we have to talk about Power Rangers, the I show. I mean, you say have to, you know. I mean, that's what this podcast is about, Luke. We let's just let's just. I'm let's just, just saying, push Real this. Steel is a film starring Hugh Jackman, <laughs> where he reconnects was, with his son well, I mean, the power of robot boxing, and it's a great film. You know, no, was, start guys, your own podcast, no, Wolverines with robots, and then we'll guest <laughs> on it, and. We- I'm just saying, we have the power here. Y'all, let's just rip off this band-aid. It is Power Rangers Zio Season 1, Episode 19. It is called Challenges. And it is challenging. (laughs) (laughs) We we open on a man on a horse. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And and in case you missed the last episode, and I don't blame you, he materialized on this horse in front of Tommy, and that was like the last thing that happened. Hey, 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 um, Simon... Yeah. Do you recall if it is resolved that that this character has magical powers? Like, is that ever brought up again? Or is uh, <laughs> okay, so there's I I don't mean to blow your mind, but there's going to be a sixth ranger on this season, and uh-huh. they're going to do the white ranger thing again when there's red herrings, oh, and this okay. guy is going to be a major one. It's the main Jeez, thing about him and it. his powers. Okay, but got does he it. keep turning into smoke and shit? I don't know if he still keeps doing magic after this, but he <laughs> does show up again in other contexts where he's less horrible. Okay, well, well speaking, great, of, that's speaking good. of magic people who could turn into smoke and shit, it's Mr. Trueheart. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Tommy's like, wait, come back, Mr. Mysterious Horseman. Um, not like a centaur, like a guy on a horse. And he yeah. says, uh, the guy leaves, and then Mr. Trueheart is there, and he's like, hey, what's up, Tommy? And Tommy's like, I came back uh, 
to talk to you. And, then and that, also, that guy's was... a total jerk. He won't say anything. And this guy looks a lot like me, and then he's vanished. And uh. Yeah. I get that they're trying to make it mysterious, but really, he just comes across to me like he's just kind of being a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Especially given the end of the episode. Like, why <laughs> would he not talk to him? It doesn't make any sense. Like, it, yeah. So, um, Mr. Trueheart says, hey, uh, you know, you, you've got questions. Uh, you have to prove yourself worthy first, and then you'll get uh, these answers that you're looking for. Uh, follow me. And he... Uh, oh, and uh, the answer is about the, the young man and about the arrowhead you carry. So he, he follows him up a mountain because uh, you just you can't tell people things unless you're in like a really important place like the top of a hill, I guess. Yeah, yeah um, so folks, we're, the audio is full of a bunch of uh, pan flutes and oh, yeah. falcon screeches and yeah. drums. And, yeah, I and remember it's time. what uh, our friend said the, the last time we had the... Like one yeah, of those problematic episodes like, about the Falcon Screech, and uh, it's all over this fucking episode nonstop. Yeah, he, he said his estimate for like how long it would take to for us to get our first Falcon Screech. I think he said it was going to happen like four minutes in the episode and happen and after it was thirty like, seconds. Thirty seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: because we have to hit every check mark on the bullshit, like bad Native American representation checklist, Tommy's going to go on a vision quest, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Because I wanted to do at least some due diligence, <laughs> I went ahead and tried to look up uh, vision quests in Native American culture. Um, and first of all, first problem is one of the things that we keep running into th- with this, which is Native Americans are a bunch of different tribes. They uh-huh. all have different beliefs. So it's not like, here's what a vision quest is, the end. That's obviously not how it works. But... Um, what I was able to find, uh, on Encyclopedia Britannica and, uh, and Wikipedia, which mostly lists, um, a book called Yellow Wolf, His Own Story, uh, which okay. is a firsthand account by a member of the Nez Perce tribe. Uh, basically, in general, it is a rite that takes, uh, place over several days, it usually includes a fast or some kind of hallucinogen in order or both in order okay. to enhance like your sure. your spirituality slash right, right, ability right. to see, see see things. Um a young man usually ventures out into uh you know into nature by themselves, sometimes accompanied by uh an elder, but usually by themselves. Uh, and then they pray uh, and and try to have a vision to help them find their purpose in life or role okay. in a community uh, or stuff like that. Uh, it's very common amongst the Plains Indians, which were in California. I don't know. I didn't couldn't find like a full list. So maybe some out there, too. Uh, but it doesn't at any point, as far as I can tell, involve a man going now go on a vision cl- quest and follow this magic falcon I conjure. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. is what happens in this episode. Right. Um, so I don't think that's how it normally goes. He's he's told that the vision quest is over if he manages to touch the falcon. Which, like, it's the golden snitch, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like the falcon is the checkpoint at the end of, like, he's racing Koopa the Quick. Yeah. It's, it's real silly uh, and real stupid. And he's just like, yep, so go... Uh, you know, follow this falcon. Get uh, quest in three, two, one, go. Yeah, uh, and 
it's like Tommy is like, are you sure this is the only way? Like, you can't just tell me like, no. Okay. And also he says like, when you touch it, you'll find your answers. And I don't know if Tommy's expectation is that like, he'll just magically know if the Falcon will talk to him. Like, I don't know what he thinks is going to happen, but. Mm -hmm. uh, So, so let's, let's just, let's just get this out of the way right now. Okay. All right. Theoretically. Theoretically, let's 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 engage with the show on its own terms. Let's let's assume that this is all oh, legit. I don't want to do that, but no, okay. Let, let me let me do this. Let's assume this is all legit, and Tommy is actually going on a, on a vision quest so that he can learn something. Okay, sure. The fuck does he learn? I mean, yeah, he learns. He meets, he meets a guy I mean, that he, he already a very met, specific just, thing that doesn't have much to do with inner knowledge or peace or anything they're trying to get across. Yeah. He learns a specific piece of information through finding a person and talking to them. That's the thing. Like he's having, he's having visions in the previous episode. He was having nightmares because of, of this arrowhead. And it's like leading him to not be able to focus in combat, which they've been showing through the, the battle Borg bat- Nope. Sorry. Battle Zord. <laughs> sorry, Lexi. <laughs> um, and then at the end, I mean, fuck it. Spoilers. He finds out that the guy from the beginning yeah. of the episode is his brother. Like, yeah. I don't, that yeah. doesn't really have anything to do with like inner turmoil. He didn't even know. It's not like he was like, God, what happened to my long lost brother? I have to find out. Like, right. it's literally just out of nowhere. So yeah, he did like this quest didn't teach him anything about overcoming obstacles or anything like that. And like like he was able to like again, spoilers for the episode we're about to discuss, he was able to just put the quest on pause I mean, go do some power yeah. shit and come do back. Do you need me to explain why this puts him at ease? Uh okay, yes. Cause he hasn't had a co-op partner for Secret yeah. of Mana and he needed <laughs> and now that he has a brother, he can finally beat that he, game. He, he wakes up in gold sweats at night thinking, All my life I've had this urge to take the better <laughs> Nintendo controller and I've never known why. <laughs> I got the one with turbo on it. <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, Power Rangers Turbo. He gets the turbo controller. Sorry, yeah, he doesn't that's have what it that yet. whole season's about. Uh huh. So yeah, he, he, can, um, we just fu- can we just fucking cut to the Jim and Juice part now? Yeah, yeah we go to the Jim the, and Juice the, part. The much better Power Rangers episode hidden in the middle of this horseshit bad episode. That's the that's, thing. That's the fucked up thing. It's, uh, sorry, Zach. Sorry, to, I, I think we're no, both going fine. to the same place here. Yeah. The thing about this episode, and I think this might also have been true about the last episode, but it's yeah. kind of a blur, is that buried in this wretched, like, racist shit, there's a good Power Rangers episode trapped inside. Yeah, like, it's the same thing last time. Uh, yes, we did. But but this is honestly way more jarring to me because, I mean, we'll, we're going to get there, but literally Tommy is, like, on this quest, and then Zordon's like... Hey, plot's over here. Come on. And then Tommy teleports away. <laughs> and then later, he literally teleports to the exact spot he left from and is just like, and continuing. Like, yeah, you can, apparently it, you can just quick save your vision quest and come back to it later. So, it is, it is, you know, we've, we've talked so much about like the three parters and like how they're weirdly paced. This is so didn't need to be in the same episode. Like, they could have cut the front and back out of this and put it in a different episode. And, like, it just does... it. It's bizarre to me. The, there's I guess not even, t- like, a, a bit of a thematic through line between 
Tommy's Quest and the monster. And, like, it's a boxing robot monster, and it's related to the kids learning how to box in the gym and juice bar. It has nothing to do with Tommy's Vision Quest. I guess something we didn't talk about is, like, this is a... It's a... it's four episodes that deal with Tommy's brother, but it's not a four-parter. Not in the no. listings. No. So, like, maybe that's why it's, like, extra loose with it. I don't know. It's yeah. it's very strange. Um, so, yeah, we cut to the gym and juice bar. Uh, some kids are boxing. Um, Ernie comes over to Adam, Rocky, and uh, Tanya and it's like, hey, I thought y'all might like to try some boxing. Um, so I got someone to give free lessons. Uh, which he's counting money when he says that. Uh-huh. And that made me feel weird. I don't know. Like, he's like, I mean, yeah, that's free all the money lessons. he saved from not like, paying what? the boxing instructor. He got oh, free okay. lessons. Like, he took it out to give it to him. And then. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Rocky Rocky actually is handing him money before he starts counting it. Oh, I think Rocky's okay, paying for their lunch. Got it. Got it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah. Uh, he That also implies that, like, he brought this person here, but, like, it was specifically for these three kids and fuck right. everyone else, which is <laughs> yeah. weird, but fine. It's Ernie. He's just kind of like that. Well, maybe it, he's there for everybody, but he specifically, because he likes these kids, got them free lessons. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Adam is like, oh, that'd be cool. Um, you know, boxing has a lot of its own techniques. It might teach me some stuff to add to my own style. Uh, I'm going to sign up. Also, the sign says free, so it is free for everyone. There you go. Well, Uh, all right. And then a funny thing happens, a funny thing to me anyway happens, which is that Tanya and Rocky are like, you should do that. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Adam, you really should become better at things. We're going to continue to sit here. Yeah, like, (laughs) fuck off. Goodbye. Uh, So Adam goes and signs up. Um, Bulk and Skull come in, uh, and I think the only scene they have they don't even have a b-plot in this episode they're just like barely in it um and uh they say they're gonna sign up for boxing lessons uh and then guess who actually that's not what happens oh sorry like he sees adam like picking up a flyer or whatever and he asks they ask him what he's doing he says oh there's this free thing and they just hear the word free they immediately decide to sign up without knowing what it is of course. And like free, that's exactly our price. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'll be <laughs> real with you. It's literally the free trampoline bit from things. The Simpsons right there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um Oh man, I just had a flashback to when I was a little kid. Uh we my parents fell for one of those like free condo for the weekend if you listen to a sales oh, pitch no. thing. Oh god. Oh boy. Eight hours in a uh, in a room with a person. Like all those bits you see about that are barely exaggerated. I'm in not terms surprised of how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so free's not not always great, but in this case, it's Lieutenant Stone giving the lessons, and he is all like, "Oh boy, uh, can't wait to teach you guys boxing." Also, he's in a hoodie, which I think is the first time we've seen him not in his uniform. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. I think this is. Kind of what he was wearing when he was doing the uh, obstacle course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay first sure, cops. Yeah. But also Mostly. it's a custom hoodie because it says Jerry the Rockstone, which 
okay, The Rock, I guess. Oh my God, he took does it first. It? Well, his last name is Stone. I guess if you were going to have a nickname that makes yeah. as much sense as anything else. Right. Holy uh, shit. Holy shit. What? Do you th- do you th- do you think he ever get he gets upset about when like the rock became a thing? He's like that was my thing. <laughs> yeah, I could I could I could I I was supposed to be the rock. I mean I could I can do it, guys. Listen, can 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 you smell what what I'm cooking? Can you can you smell it though? Can no, you smell can- my flowers? They're great. I'm good at this. Uh, so yeah. Also, he's like, also this is your sparring partner, and then there's an extremely large man and. Uh, uh, Skull freaks out and screams uh, for and his just mommy. just like every other time they have to intimidate Bulk and Skull with a large man, he's black. And it's says nothing. weird that that's like the third time that's happened on this show. <laughs> I don't mm. love that. That's yeah. weird. Is it, this, is it maybe the same guy? Maybe they just have a single like large guy on staff for <laughs> yeah, jokes like this? Back. I'd have to go back, and but I don't remember the episodes that happened yeah. then. So. <laughs> um. So, speaking of boxing, uh, we cut up to the moon, and mm-hmm. Sprocket is uh, boxing because he saw them doing it, and he thought it looked fun, and yep. he is dressed up like King DDD, and I <laughs> am very happy about that. He has a cape on and everything, uh, well, and so- he's punching uh, punching some cogs in a ring up in mm-hmm. space. Yep. Also, Orvis has boxing gloves, and a lot he's of- pretty adorable. Yeah, yeah. Orbis Orbis is, I kind of want an Orbis. <laughs> like, not a toy. You just want an Orbis. Yeah, well, like a but of like a full size one. Like that'd be a cool thing to put on my desk. I would yeah. like that. Uh, but so yes, we, Clank right. also punches himself in the face, so that's fun. But so this is kind of the first time we really get a good look at Prince Sprocket from multiple angles. At least mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Maybe I haven't been paying enough attention. But it took me forever to realize. Oh wait. Sprocket's actor is just like on his knees, yeah. Dwarf oh, yeah. style. That's what the cape is for. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what the cape is for. It took me forever to realize that. Yeah, because his feet are like just kind of hang there. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of uh, it's cool. It's, it's why he cool just kind of hops puppet. around so much. It took me yeah. a while to realize why that was. Yeah. Um. His parents are all like, "Oh, cool. You've you know taken interest in this thing. That's great." Um. And. uh Sprocket's like, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna be a great boxer man. And mm-hmm. I thought for a little for a hot minute he was gonna just go down and like try to punch the Rangers. <laughs> That'd be great. Which would have been, been pretty great. good. Yeah, but no, instead he just, he just made a boxing scrappy robot. do shit. Like, let me at him, let me at him, let's go pop. Some scrap yeah, scrappy do. I, I thought it was gonna of- I thought it was gonna do a thing of like, oh, the Rangers are a bad influence on our son and making him violent. Like, he has a weird meta-commentary Queen, thing. Queen Machina does have a bit where she's like, boxing is much better than that awful karate. And I was like, "In <laughs> uh, by what measure? Like, right? what? I don't understand. Also, like, why are you mad at karate? It's not karate's <laughs> fault that you're kick- getting your asses kicked. I'm pretty sure karate competitions aren't ruled by knocking out your opponent. It's all about, you know... Submitting them and like technique yeah, and stuff. Like, well, boxing by, is literally like, a sport yeah. where the aim is to give your opponent a concussion. Right. It's way more violent. <laughs> well, uh, see, see, they're 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 aristocrats. They're 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 they want to see a fight by right. queens penny rules. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Um, some good old fashioned fisticuffs. You do also see some cogs in those big like uh, like leatherhead type uh, helmets, which is very funny, and yeah. I like that. Um, 
But yeah, so they're going to build a boxing robot because they can't do anything themselves. Uh, I do kind of like the the para- the like we're aristocrats, so we just build machines to do all our bidding thing. Like I obviously yeah, that's but not they are machines too. I know, it, but it's just I like it. It's I mean, cool. much like real aristocrats, they just breed and spread to like do their bidding and stuff. Yeah. Right? So we cut down to Tommy, who sees uh, uh, the mysterious man again, and he's like, Hi, please talk to me. Don't just ignore me. And the guy just leaves again, being kind you of know, a dick think, for no particular reason. I think this guy just isn't really there. This is just like his vision that's leading him to the I real I thought you were going to say he's, he's like really hard of hearing. He just can't hear very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we cut to Adam. Uh, so he's hearing about boxing. A crucial, crucial element of boxing is agility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, uh, Lieutenant Stone says, take these jump ropes and give that a try. Uh, and Skull is shitty. Skull is a sexist shithead and yep. says that jump ropes are for girls. Uh, which, like, honestly, like, was yeah, one wait, of those. What? <laughs> did you, did you not see that part? Well, no, just like, that's a weird. That's a, that's the thing, like, I, until he said that, I forgot that was even a stereotype that used yeah. to be a thing, like, yeah, that's what? I mean, maybe it's still a thing, I haven't that, spoken to, like, children a in a while. gender toy. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, it was mostly girls that had jump ropes I guess, in yeah, the schoolyard, like, yeah, so that's what that's from, but fucking everybody's seen Rocky using one, right? Look, that's not, that shouldn't be a Right, surprise. like, you know, it was like a... If it was like a double dutch one, I would at least understand it, yeah. even if it's still stupid. But like, if you're not a training jump rope, no, that's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up, nerd. Yeah, it, it was one of it was one of those sexisms that I was like, wait, what? Okay, I guess that. Okay, I guess that was a thing. What the fuck? All right, fine. It's just you just jump, guys. Like it's not that weird. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Bulk says, what are you going to make us do next? Hopscotch. Again, a lot of people play hopscotch. I played hopscotch. It's fine. Oh, I did too. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, I, this this part was weird and upsetting. Uh, Lieutenant Stone tells him to shut the fuck up, which is the most points I've given Lieutenant Stone so yep. far. Um, they all go to do jump rope. This goes essentially exactly as you would expect. Yep. Uh, which is... Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna. I was. I didn't have much to add, but like Skull is just really shitty about it at first. He just like kind of whips the ground with his jump rope. Then they see that Adam is really good at it, so they start putting more effort into it. But they they stumble on it and make a mess of we've, it. We've definitely talked about Bop It on this show. Have we talked about <laughs> Skip It? Uh, I don't think we've talked about Skip It. Did any of y'all have a skip it? No, but I, I know I remember them. Uh, I think they had one at like my elementary school or something. I had a skip it, and I remember being fascinated because it doesn't use batteries. Right, and I couldn't just, figure yeah, it out. It spins. Yeah, right. But I couldn't. Fi- I was like six, and I couldn't figure out how that worked. Oh, I, I, I guess there were light up ones. I remember the ones that just had like you know a turn counter on them that didn't work right, right because yeah. that thing would. Would just bounce around and not spin right. So right, yeah. and of course, like that—that's kind of where I was going, which is that uh, just like the Poke Walker after it, I was—I would just pick it up and shake it a bunch, and then go <laughs> like, "I did it." <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Zach, I can't fun, believe you would besmirch off. both the integrity of Skip It yeah. and the integrity of the Poke Walker. 
So uh, skipping is fun. Balkan skull can suck it. Continuing, it is. And at also- some point, what you're getting, at, like you are not getting enough out of the Poker Walker to justify sitting there shaking it. I mean, the Poker Walker kind of sucks, like all over. But yeah, I didn't if he said, know "Hey, that. you Pikachu," I get it. <laughs> well, not I'm "Hey, you Pikachu." Sorry, that's pocket Luke. Pikachu. <laughs> so anyway, "Hey, you Pikachu" is the N64 one where you could talk to him in a microphone. I don't think I ever had Hey You Pikachu. You shouldn't have. It was bad. Okay, good. Uh, we cut back to uh, Tommy. He's again. He now he's climbing up up after this dude up a big cliff. Who the guy is still continuing to ignore him, and it's just making me angrier because I kind of skipped past a lot of these this stuff because it's all like quick, you know, twenty second scenes just yep. showing Tommy's continuing right. to do this. And now that I'm remembering how many times they cut to it, the ending is making less and less sense. I don't understand why this man is ignoring him. It doesn't make any sense. That's because he's not really there. That's just the vision <sighs> leading him to find the I guy. I mean, that makes as much sense as anything. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I interpret it. It's dumb. It's bad. But that's that's what it is, I think. Uh, so he gets to the top of this cliff. He sees the falcon. And then he's like, oh, right. I'm supposed to be following him. That guy, not the, the dude. So I'm going to go do that now. Uh, we cut back to the gym and juice bar. Bulk and Skull have uh, hogtied themselves to each other, so maybe they should lay off. <laughs> I mean, they, they they should explore if that's what they're into. Just take take those jump right. ropes home and do that in the comfort of their bedrooms, and <laughs> just give up on the whole boxing thing because clearly they're more into that part of it. Yeah. Well, the the weird thing is, like, it, this is definitely a gag. You're not supposed to think about too much. But, like, it's just Bulk has tied himself to Skull's feet. Oh, yeah. It's, but it's Skull's hands are still it's free. Like, this is impossible. Just, like, they, it they, couldn't... They, I mean, yeah, but also it looks like two different bondage positions at the same time that they're doing. <laughs> of course. Um, so, so then we cut back to Tommy. Again, God, it's too many times. Then we cut to Adam. Uh, so Adam is walking home, presumably, uh, doing some shadow boxing, uh, in a real big sweater. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and well, I kept thinking that. Why yeah. do these people always work out in such heavy sweaters? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's just walking home. Uh, he hears I, someone I, whisper. Again, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, based on what we've been seeing recently, that like they've got to be filming in winter right now. Like it looks yeah. hot because they're in California, but it's probably right. really chilly out there. Yeah. Well, it is also winter in Canon because that's why it was weird when they had the global warming. Monster. Yeah, of course. But right. also he was wearing it when he was training inside the gym and juice bar, bar earlier. Right. And that's, well, you know. there's definitely no heat on that set, but yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they, he hears like, Hey, you power ranger. And he's like, what? And, and he just follows that voice. Which, like, you would think he would know that the only people who know he's Power Rangers that he doesn't know their voices is gonna murder him, but whatever, uh-huh. it's fine. <laughs> but so that's he, the thing, that he, he calls out Prince Sprocket by name, which made me think, did he ever see him? Does he know his voice? That seems like an oversight, a, but whatever. That's a good point. They've definitely met King Mondo. I don't know yeah. if they've met any of the other ones. I really don't care enough to go back and verify. <laughs> no, they did, because Prince Sprocket, uh, there was that zany, like, uh, the, the, the movie episode where he, oh, like, yeah, trapped right. them. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, uh, with the horrible uh, horse face monster. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he follows the voice. Uh, King, or, um, sorry, Sprocket is like, hey, 
I'm gonna fuck you up. And then um, they, he calls out their monster, whose name is Punch a Bunch, which is the best monster name. <laughs> that is a good name. <laughs> the, the name alone is alone is enough to like qualify this monster for the best monster of the year. Like, put a note on it. <laughs> Punch a bunch is so Punch a bunch is a really good it's name. It's so lazy that it like wraps back around well, well, no, to it's, really it's enjoyable. Uh, it's not lazy. Oh, it's, it's like it, sorry, it's, op- if an opponent in Punch Out was named Punch a bunch, we'd think that's a little yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's just so good. Yeah. yeah I, I, love I, I love the I love the boxing plot. I I almost called it side plot. Maybe this is the main plot? I'm not sure. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's the good plot, so let's like focus we, on it. I feel like we haven't talked that much about the monster designs lately. Uh, Punch Bunch uh, just looks like a boxer. He's like got yep. boxing boots. He has boxing But he gloves. has kind of like Evangelion face or something. It's it's kind of like yeah, weird, kind of but a, it works. Yeah, kind of a. He's also got a belt on, like a like a championship belt that has the like cog crest on it. It's like two cogs circling each other, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty good. Also, metal blue nipples. Yes, metal nipples. Very important. Uh, That's where the metal milk comes from. Oh, Oh, yeah. All right. (laughs) Adam Adam morphs, and uh, they start fighting. Did you not like that, Luke? I feel like we need to talk about metal milk a little more. (laughs) It's not... It's not oil. It's different. Right. They're okay. two discrete different things. So um, so explain it. Is it like mercury? Uh metal milk is what the metal babies drink to get big and strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, cause they're I mean, cause Sprocket is a child. Chi- he's a robot child, and right. somehow he has to become a robot adult. And I'm positing okay. that how he gets there is that he drinks metal milk. You're suggesting that Queen Machina <laughs> has breastfed Prince Sprocket. Uh-huh. Not yet. That's the problem. That's why he's still small. They have to do it first before he'll get big. I, I want to thank you, wait, Zach, wait, wait, for wait, all the fan art you're about wait. to get now. No, hold on. <laughs> I, I asked if she has breastfed him. But no, you sound like you're suggesting that she's going to breastfeed him in the future. Yeah, she hasn't yet. It's how they control the By the way, I don't know if you know about humans, Zach. There's no no period without breastfeeding followed by them starting breastfeeding with a baby. That's pretty much day one. The metal milk makes him big and strong, and she doesn't (laughs) want him big and strong because then he can defy her. So she's been withholding. What? (laughs) What? <laughs> Excuse me? Hey, Mike, did you just drop the call? Because I no, I'm, if you did. I'm here. <laughs> I just this is yeah. So the, the, everything you said was was really stupid. It's it's also weirdly kind of supported by what happens later. What? Like I the, just, at, at least I at least the more successful part. Listen. Folks, I know I have a bad habit of repeating things we've already talked about because uh-huh. I I tend to space out sometimes, uh-huh. and this is this is maybe and sometimes when I space out I come back to shit I don't know wh- how we got where we are. Uh-huh. Where how what? <laughs> We're talking See, about breastfeeding robots here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank thank you for clearing that. Okay. Did we talk about the dumb little dance Adam does before yeah. he gets to the fight with the monster? Yeah. No, no, we got hold, distracted hold by metal milk. I'm sorry. I'm not done with the fact that 
that Simon said that what I just said is supported by the text. There, there's two parts. The part where you said Queen Machina is worried about him taking over, that's like, that becomes a major thing. And also sure. the part, there's a later robot antagonist who is kind of like weirdly sexualized. So that, that covers okay. the breasts part. Great. So I'm there you go. That, those are the two aspects in which I, I this kind of reminded me of what does happen I... later in this season. This season. Okay, but no metal milk. I, There's no metal milk I canonically, like as far as I know. Okay. All right. I, I, because you scared me deeply for a minute. <laughs> I mean, I just, I stretched like the pole you've like handed me. It's just, okay. Fine. You made. All yeah, right. Okay. So how, fu- how, how long do they have to breastfeed for to get to maturity, Zach? No, just once. That's what I'm saying. You say it's like Popeye's oh, spinach. It's like high-pressurized yeah. metal milk. Yeah. Just. So anyway, Adam morphs, and then, yeah, like, he does a little, like, um... You I know that the know. title of this episode is Metal Milk now. You know that, right? Uh... <laughs> I need you to understand. You you should not be allowed to get away with this, but I'm not equipped to stop you. <laughs> Lexi's not on this episode, so yeah, no one's here to just completely completely shut me down. I, you have you have just you've brought me to my knees. I cannot do anything against you. You've defeated me. So so yes, Adam does like a little a little dance. Which, uh, it, and then it's he's like, gonna talk about the episode like nothing happened. <laughs> we have to because we have to keep we going at leave. some point. Yeah, we're not even halfway through the episode, we're at like 50 minutes. So, yeah, um, so he does a little dance, uh, which later, uh, is, is kind of called back. It's like, um, I don't know, boxers do it, it's like a get ready dance, I guess, like yeah. a back and yeah. forth on your feet thing. Um, they fight for a little while, um, yeah. It's uh, and all. You know, hold on, all we kind of started to describe what Punch a Bunch looked like. Did we manage to finish? Yeah, we did. That's where it's. Okay. That's what happened. Is somebody okay. said he has metal nipples, and then I right. had a, I had like some kind of seizure where I started talking about metal milk. Okay, so, now anyway, I'm up to speed. Okay, um, no, I'm not letting you shirk responsibilities <laughs> for what you did. You made a conscious choice. <laughs> okay, well, can I at least say that this fight's a lot of fun? Because yeah. they straight up just have the Green Ranger and punch a bunch box, and despite being a box monster whose entire existence is boxing, right. uh, he, he kind of does a bad job at first and just says, fuck it, I'm going to take out a sledgehammer. Yep. What's really funny is there's three fights in this episode. They're all very punch-focused, uh-huh. except for this one at which uh, Adam is beating him, so he just pulls out a sledgehammer. And st- and it's more starts, of a mallet, really, but and, yeah. Yeah, and he makes a... Cu- he's like, I'm gonna nail you! Like, he makes a couple of those. Um, and I'm then, gonna nail you, buddy! I'm yeah. gonna pin you! I'm yeah. gonna... Stop I'm it. Gonna, <laughs> yep. gonna give you a little prick. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, nope. I'm gonna give you some of my metal milk. What? Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So he says, uh, I don't think I can finish this monster. He calls uh, Zordon. Uh, and as and soon as he does, he disintegrates? Yeah, he like turns green into like green fire, which uh-huh. is like a very similar effect to when all the Green Ranger power, like power fluctuation stuff was happening. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he like oh, so he's being possessed by Rita. Yeah, and then he like disintegrates. Um, Tanya, Rocky, and uh, Cat get a call uh, from Zordon. They head over to the to the secret corner, and they're gonna teleport. And then uh, there's a kind of a cool shot, or kind of a funny shot, where Ernie walks past them holding boxing gloves, and uh-huh. they all look around like, uh, you know. It's not even close to morphing yeah. time. I don't know what you're talking about, Ernie. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, then they teleport away, mm-hmm. uh, morph, and uh, show up at the at the site where where um, where Adam was. And, um, they, well, what happened? Cause, so, first they grow punch a bunch. Like, before the rangers even get there, it's like mm-hmm. a, I don't know, they just go ahead and grow him, just cause. And you know what? Don't use metal milk to do it, do they? No, they, <laughs> I mean. Well, you don't know what Orbis does to those no. robots. It's not. <laughs> Sometimes, or actually, you know what? No. Sometimes Orbis uses a little tractor beam, but sometimes uh. he injects them with some kind of weird liquid that makes uh. them giant. <laughs> so no. there you go. Anyway, uh, he grows them, or he grows Punch a Bunch. Uh, the Rangers show up, and uh, it's kind of funny because, like, I forgot they don't have the Megazord, and they don't really oh, right. say that explicitly. They just mm-hmm. say. Oh shit, we need the red battle sword. Um, so Zordon calls Tommy, who again is literally climbing a mountain in the desert chasing a magic eagle. And Zordon's like, this is all bullshit. You have to go do a different thing now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy uses Furore's wind to put a checkpoint there, and he just like teleports right. away because it's fine. Yeah, it's it's again, it's funny how much these two parts of the plot don't interact. It is also kind of I understand they only have the one Zord, but it does sort of seem like Zordon shouldn't like this is not his domain. He should not be interfering oh, with this shit. Like th- he should really be like we need a different are we, are solution we sure to about this problem. That though, are we positive? I'm pretty sure that Zordon shouldn't be fucking with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, he teleports over. And uh, we've got Punch Bunch. And we get a red battle Zord fight. Uh, now, hold up. Hold up. We, can, we, we, have to, we have to talk about the fucking way the red battle Zord launches. Yeah. It's pretty good. Because, Holy shit. Because here's the thing. In uh, O Ranger, O Ranger, that's what it's called, right? The 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 Sentai. Help me, someone who's more informed. I can't. I believe it's O Ranger. Yeah. Okay, O Ranger. In O Ranger, they're like an organization, like a, a so either military or, or again, I haven't watched O Ranger, but I know they're an organization, and they have a like hangar that they launch from. They just go ahead and show that to us. Yeah. Uh. I mean, how else are you going to show that the no. Red Battles are just shot out of a fucking gun? It's shot out of an underwater gun. Um, no, it's not underwater. It's, it's not the... underwater. It looks like it's underwater. Oh, it is. Is it? Yeah. Is it the top of the mountain? I thought it was the top of the mountain that they're on. Yeah, it looks it... like it's at the top of the mountain. Okay, my yeah. bad. The the yeah. Oh, you're right. The graininess of the footage made me yeah. mistake Sky for underwater. <laughs> my bad. But also, but okay. you, 
You clearly see a U-A-H-O, or sorry, U-A-O-H, uh, like, I think acronym. we've seen that before, actually. Yeah, we've seen it a couple times. This has literally a spotlight on it, so it is impossible yeah. to not notice. And, like, I, th- I think Luke came up with what this means some other episode, but, Did like, I, no I don't remember. Remembers. Yeah. Well, we couldn't. We couldn't possibly expect Luke to remember his own bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I usually do, which just makes me think it <laughs> wasn't me. I, I remember it was really dumb and like a throwaway joke. United so Action o- o- Ostrich. Hey. <laughs> it was something like <laughs> that. Fantastic. Close enough, you um, win. But, y'all, we keep dancing around it. I want to talk about the fact that, like, the red battle sword gets fired out of a gun oh sorry they shoot him out of a huge cannon yeah it's hilarious uh it's a giant cannon they shoot him out of it and he likes it it, like listen it's not just that it gets shot out of a gun it gets shot out of a gun in a way that makes the bit from samurai pizza cats look reasonable like it's just it it just it's just it twisty like a like it's a bullet yeah it's like it comes out spinning really fast it's really good it's one of two things the Red Battle Zord does in this uh, episode that reminds me of Mortal Kombat, uh, because this is the uh, this is the uh, the fucking Raiden Superman uh, yeah. flying across the screen thing, and then later he does Liu Kang's bicycle kick except oh, yeah. with fists. <laughs> so more of a bicycle, bicycle punch. punch, yeah, bicycle punch. Uh, so yeah, um, he teleports into the Red Battle Zord. There is a fairly brief fight during which he gets. Do, do you think it would be tasty if you mixed bicycle punch with metal milk? <sighs> Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Emma. And I'm Lucas. And, and we're, we're from, from the, the podcast D-Comedy. A show where each month we re-watch Disney Channel original movies. And trust me, they're weirder than you remember. We grew up totally addicted to whatever Disney Channel wanted to throw at us. And going back to look at these beautiful train wrecks is always a good time. So search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music and Stitcher and basically wherever you find podcasts. Or find us among all the wonderful podcasts on AudioEntropy.com. I'm Emma. I'm Lucas. And And you should be listening to D-Comedy. So So, so y'all never uh, answered my question, though. No, it would not be good. I, I spritzed some water on my face and had a cut man go on me. Uh, to get some of the blood out of my eyes from the bad thing that you said, uh, but oh, I see. yeah, but uh, did you did the joke need like a little mi- a minute to no, get no. to get there? Okay. Although I think maybe adding a spritz of eye blood might help actually. Oh boy, if you're offering. So uh, anyway, <laughs> we're fighting. Uh, the Red Battle Zord is is fighting uh, Punch a Bunch. Um, Punch a Bunch kicks his ass so hard. That he breaks his own hand, yep. he punches the Megazord or the Battlezord so hard he breaks his hand. Yep. Um, and basically, uh, you know, Tommy is knocked out of the Zord, uh, as we see happen sometimes. But um, uh, uh, Sprocket sends Punch a Bunch quote to the showers to get his gloves fixed. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's kinda- going back to the moon. 
Yeah, in addition to the mallet, Punch a Bunch has an attack where he like I guess throws frost in the windshield of the battle zord, so Tommy can't see what he's doing. So I I think what they're going for is he's like it's coming out of his mouth, so I think maybe it's a thing where like he's he's a dirty yeah boxer, he's, he's like, like spinning boxer, in his yeah. face to blind him right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's 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 fighting dirty is what mm-hmm. he's getting at. Well, the hammer would be the thing that I would be like i don't think you're supposed to have one of those i'm pretty sure that's not legal it's it's uh, once again some punch can, out shit right there they can both be that <laughs> it's yeah so um so sprocket is like by the way uh i want a rematch and they're like well no we, we, we're not just, I mean, we have no incentive to fight you, which is kind of a weird stance to take, given that usually what happens is the monsters destroy the city if right. they don't do yeah. anything. <laughs> I uh, mean, like, Sprocket literally has all the cards on his side right now, including the fact that the monster kind of won and only lost because it won too hard. So, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, not it, like it, you it, need it, to make a deal with the Rangers right now. <laughs> right. But he says, oh, well, um, you'll change your mind when you see your my prize. Uh, and he makes a tiny little... The, I like that they have miniaturized Adam. That's uh-huh. cute. The part I like the most is that first he makes a little tiny boxing ring to put tiny Adam in. Uh, <laughs> for no real reason. It's not like Adam later has to fight a tiny robot. No, nope. right? <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it's cute. So yeah, it's so he can it's so he can be the trophy. Yeah, Adam's yeah. a trophy, uh, and they say basically if you win, uh, return him to normal, uh, and if you don't, I'm gonna make all of you small. Uh, yeah, they they so, have Adam freak out and they give him the squeaky chipmunk voice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, why doesn't he just make all of them small now? <laughs> just win. That's a very like, good he, question. He can't, he can't do that if they don't like consent to it by like through a deal that he makes with them. I guess he's I just think, going. No, they did it to Adam. Well, here's the thing. Prince but he Sprocket... won a fight against Adam. Like Adam had lost, so here's but Adam thing. didn't agree to those terms. But he, got, he got I don't think Adam guard. actually lost that fight. Well, <laughs> they just kind of did it to him. But also, Prince Sprocket hasn't had his metal milk, so he hasn't grown up to his maturity, and so he makes dumb <sighs> decisions. That's the problem. You're going to raise a weird question about Adam and regular milk, at, like, really <laughs> soon here. So that, well, that, that's, that's how he got Adam so small, is he drained the milk out of him. What? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, I, so... We uh we cut back to the power chamber, uh, and Tommy fucking lies, <laughs> by the way, because uh Zordon and Alpha are like, what happened? And Tommy goes, well, uh, I beat Sprocket's monster, and now he's taking it out on Adam. <laughs> hey, Tommy, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> no, uh, not what happened, bud. You got punched so hard you flew out of your robot. You didn't. You didn't win. That's not what that is. Um, it, it was a really cunning gambit that Tommy pulled up that monster yeah, right there <laughs> to jump out of his robot. Um, uh-huh. So they're like, "What do we do, Zordon?" Uh, I beat him so bad, my friend got tiny. Yeah, it's the, Zordon- it's the you know the kung pao thing where like this, my face to your fist style. Right. Yeah, uh, Zordon says. Uh, well, somehow the spell of, uh, from Punch-A-Bunch is, or somehow the spell shrinking Adam is connected to Punch-A-Bunch. Uh, so we have to free Adam, uh. I mean, I think, I think Rocky actually raises a very good point of, like, 
what, hold on, if we go for the rematch, can we actually trust Sprocket to keep his end of the bargain and let Adam go? Because I'm not so sure about that. I have a second question. Uh, Spell? <laughs> what? <laughs> also, it's apparently being channeled by Punch-A-Bunch, which is, which is how they solve it in the end. It's, you know, they destroy the monster and that breaks the spell, which is what right. Zonon's explaining it, right it, now, it, so Trust doesn't really have to enter the equation. Well, has the Machine Empire used magic in any way up to this point? I mean, I I know, so. like, Moore's Law states that sufficiently advanced <laughs> right, technology. shut the hell up. <laughs> I mean, they've kind of been doing it interchangeably. Like, that's the thing is, this show has... that's not Moore's Law. It's not? (laughs) Whose law is that? That's like a thing Arthur C. Clarke said. Oh, that's that's Clarke's law. Moore's Law is the thing where, like, computers get twice as good every 10 years or whatever the fuck. But, but, like, this show's been doing a thing more and more lately where it just kind of forgets that, like, the new bad guys have a different conceit, and it's it's just magic. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's just, it made, I was like, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> so, uh, then at this point, Billy uh, drops a bomb, which is that he says, Hey, Tommy, I monitored your last battle. Your concentration level's been strong, but a little unstable. I put these nanobots in your brain <laughs> in order to measure your, your, your fucking chemical brainwave patterns. And I'm going to need you to focus up, buddy, because uh, it's insufficient. Huh? Yeah. Um, so I fucking missed that. What? No, I mean I made that part up. Okay, I was gonna say that fucking what? He does say that he. I mean, on in seriously, in like half of the last seasons of uh, the last like ten seasons of Power Rangers, the conceit is that they just alter the Power Rangers DNA without their consent. So like, it wouldn't be that crazy. Uh, But yes. He he says, uh, "I monitor monitored your concentration level, and you you need to concentrate." It harder. looks like you're thinking too hard about a cliff guy right now. Try to <laughs> not think about him so much, and more about <laughs> being the punchabon punchabon monster. Yeah, stop thinking about cliff guys. <laughs> think about um, falcons a lot. Do you miss the ninja zords? Is that what's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we get a scene where Punch a Bunch is outfitted uh, with new. Uh, I mean, basically, gloves. brass, yeah, brass knuckle style. Well, not they're not they're brass like knuckles. They stars. have giant, yeah, they have giant fucking spikes on them. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. At this point, Sprocket. I mean, before he puts them on there, Sprocket says, "I'm done p- playing fair," which, like, I think his con- his concept <laughs> yeah, of playing fair. That and he's patting the robot's face. That wasn't. Yeah. It was never fair. Uh. But yeah, so he he gets some some new gloves and heads back down. Uh, they teleport over to to fight. Um, I will say, uh, we, I don't want to skip over a Queen Machina line that's like, "Oh, don't sweat it, dear. Like, we, we sure you got defeated by the Rangers, but we've been defeated by the Rangers a bunch of times. It's no big deal." Yeah. And it kind of it kind of plays to the idea that again, the Machine Empire is not really taking this seriously, yeah. right? Um, now the Red Battle Zord comes down, uh, Punch a Bunch comes down, and then my favorite thing. Which is that a bunch of cogs bring over a little pedestal and put uh um fuck with Orbis on him and it, and it, and it, and he just kind of sits there like a parrot on this little like uh little <laughs> bar thing on a pedestal which is very cute um uh and Sprocket and and uh, Clanker there too so they're gonna watch uh watch from quote ringside seats and they also set up this little machine that creates a uh. 
um, a ring, uh, a ring, of chains a ring. between power lines. Actually, yes. yeah, it's not clear, but it, it looks like power poles are the corner poles or whatever you call them. And right. yep. And uh, it's essentially a gimmick wrestling match because yep. the machine controls the uh, the poles, and any time that Punch a Bunch knocks uh, Tommy into the ring. It, uh, Sprocket pushes a button which electrifies all the chains mm-hmm. uh, and fucks him up. So it's like that one bus in Mario Galaxy where you you know the spinning thing where you have to knock mm-hmm. it into the the the, the 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 electrified sides of it. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Just like so, that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tommy's getting his ass kicked. Uh, he's getting knocked into these things a lot and taking a bunch of damage. Um, eventually. Uh, Something happens, which I kind of like, because usually everybody's all up in the robot. But right now, uh, Kat, uh, Tanya, and Rocky are, are down on the ground. So we get a uh, robot fight plus ground fight at the same time. Uh, well, what's great they is t- like why they go out there, because they're, they're just sitting in the command center watching it. And, and right. Rocky's just like, oh, that doesn't seem like a fair fight. That's a cheap shot. And, and then Kat has the brilliant idea of like, hey, guys, maybe we should... Maybe we should go help. Maybe <laughs> we should like go do be things. Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, it occurs to me that Adam was the only one who was interested in the boxing classes, and he's the only one not involved in the fight against the boxing monster. Well, yeah. he had his shot, and he lost. <laughs> yeah, he got his um, Lost his title. So, so he they lost, show. Yeah, up. he lost so bad. He lost like 95% of his body mass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they show up, and they fight, fight off the cogs uh, and smash this machine. Which destroys the ring, uh, and then Tommy starts just whipping the shit out of Punch a Bunch. Like, here's what's again. We said last time I really like the Red Battle Zord. What I especially like about the Red Battle Zord footage is it's always real. At yep. least, well, always. At least so far, it's extremely gratuitous. Yep. There is an almost minute sequence where the Battle Zord just punches Punch a Bunch over and over and over and yep. over again. And there's these close-up shots of the arms of the Battle Zord where the, where it seems to be like pumping like pistons as it's yeah. punching, but the wide shots show that no such thing is happening and he's just winding his punches like a human being would. And it seems yeah. like that it seems like they want they want to imply that the punches are powered up by this action but it's it's not selling that at all it's it's oh, just also a weird before edit. before he unleashes this insane uh ultra combo he yep. does the same thing that adam do- did earlier the little uh back and forth on your feet thing uh and then yeah he punches and punches and punches and punches and punches and then mm-hmm. he jumps up in the air and does uh bicycle, bicycle punch, punch yep. flying bicycle punch um, i'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna just say it. this is the most fun robot fight we've seen in a while oh it's so I, good the this red is battles dope are as rules. Shit. It's, it's very, cool. it's very fun. It's, it's, it's just silly, especially this this sequence of him kicking his ass because it's just so one sided. It, in a way that it we ends with him spinning a like a bullet again, and then the monster just fucking explodes. Yeah, he does. He does a flying like spin punch thing, and he kills the shit out of Punch a Bunch. Um, Sprocket retreats. Uh, and, yeah, uh, the spell is broken. Adam briefly stays the same size. They're like, how are you? And he's like, fine, except I'm small. Uh, so and fine. He, 
Yeah, and then he so so fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. This entire time, I've been struggling. They're like, man, we got we've got to use this to dunk on Luke somehow, but it's just not coming together. <laughs> um, I think I got too distracted by fucking milk. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're welcome, Luke. I ran interference. That's all. That's what that was for. Um, oh, is that what that was for? Yeah, that's why. So yeah, so Adam gets some milk and he gets big, and then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we cut back up to the uh, to the moon, and they're all like, "Dang it, curses!" Uh, oh, they do shit on Sprocket, and then he's like, "Like father, like son." And, and Queen Machine is like, "Hey, hey, cut it out!" <laughs> Which is is great because it's a one two punch of one somebody actually talking back to King Mondo, and two Clank doesn't get blamed for no reason for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also uh, she says, don't sass your dad, which yep. I like. <laughs> <laughs> Rather dashing, you will not sass back at this console. And then uh, Tommy, again, as we mentioned, Tommy teleports back to his save point and is just like, gotta find that falcon. Like, <laughs> yeah. none of that ever happened. Yeah. like, But then, then like, an earthquake happens, and, okay, so as we fade to commercial, which is a weird commercial time because there's like a minute left in the episode, but whatever. Yeah. Someone starts yelling, help, help me. And I thought it was Tommy yelling it until we it came back well, and it was actually clearly somebody I else. I did too. And it's also clearly not Tommy's voice. And I was like, did they just like forget to have him say that, decide later they needed him to, and then just overdub I mean, it? That would not uh, be below the standards we've seen used on this show before. Oh, I mean, no, in, absolutely not. In, in fairness... Uh, I, because of who it is, like, it's kind of understandable that I thought it was Tommy at first. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so the, the, uh, we, we cut back, um, Tommy, uh, avoids all these rocks from the earthquake. Uh, he hears someone calling for help. He runs up to the top of the cliff, sees the Falcon is like, oh, I want to get that Falcon, but I got to help this guy. got to get that Falcon. It's, it's like he's in a cereal commercial. Oh, but I got to touch the Falcon, though. But <laughs> <laughs> if I do, my brother will fall to his death. What if can I, I do? The, if I touch the Falcon, I get a delicious bowl of Falconos? Is that what happens? <laughs> the source of seven essential nutrients and a delicious breakfast part of this complete breakfast with two toasts, a glass of orange juice, some other stuff, fruit. Uh, yeah, not, not orange juice, machine milk. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and Arrowhead marshmallows. So anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yes. Uh, so anyway, I mean, not, no, I know, but still, he, he goes over to this guy. He saves him, uh, and uh, the Falcon flies into his body and like assimilates into Tommy. Uh, at that point. This the man he just saved says that the spirit of the falcon led you to me. Uh and Tommy's like Tommy asks no questions about what just happened to him. <laughs> a. And then he's just like, Who are you? Uh do you have the other half of the arrowhead? Oh no, sorry, the other guy says, Do you have the other half of the arrowhead? Uh Tommy takes his half off, they put them together. And the other guy says, When I was little, a wise man gave this a wise man gave this to me. Tommy says, same thing happened to me. Uh, and then they, uh, yeah, like I said, they put them together. Which and I guess that's technically true, but he, like. He was a little boy at the time. <laughs> like <Older>. last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the guy says, I'm your brother. 
that's that's it. That's the episode. The air, the two halves of Marrow Arrowheads magically fuse. The Falcon goes into Tommy. I said that it doesn't you said make that. sense. Okay, but like that, that, that what, fucking what? I don't know. He has the power in him to accept the fact that his brother is there. And see, by, by the way, right. his name is David, so we can stop dancing around his name and just call yeah. him David now. His name? Well, his name is his middle actually, name Jason. Yeah, actually, his David name, Jason Frank. <laughs> his name is David Trueheart. So is he? So is the other guy Tommy's dad? Maybe, or he, or David was adopted by this guy, and Tommy was adopted by another family in Age okay. of and whatever. Sure, but, that yeah. works, I guess. Well, Simon, you've watched ahead. Is it ever explained how the fuck, like who Tommy's parents are and how they got I, separated? I or think what? it's just implied that you know Tommy was born in like as part of this tribe and was later adopted by other people, and that's that's, that's all we get to know about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Okay. L- loose fart That's at least Something we should address now, because uh, it's going to be very big and important later. This guy playing Tommy's brother is Jason David Frank's actual brother. Am uh-huh. I mistaken? Yes. In that? That yeah. Is okay. Uh, He's also is... not Native American. As no, know. he is not. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so that's his brother. His name is. Nope, really? Really, uh... Oh, Eric Frank. There oh, you go. there you go. Um, and yeah, he is Jason Davis Frank's actual brother. Um, ooh, his character is named David. He died in 2001. That's... Ooh. Oh, what's... Okay. Jeez. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. That's not... That's, yeah, that's five years after this. Yeah, so... Okay. That sucks, uh, but yeah. I would say you brought the room down, but like the room was already down. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was in it was in there, and I looked it up. I wasn't gonna just not say it, but yeah. yeah right so, there. so yeah. Um, he meets his brother. Uh, again, I don't exactly understand the whole like what what is troubling Tommy. What is this quest thing? Is still not clear. I'm gonna guess. I explained it's, it. Well, okay. In Luke headcanon, it makes sense, but in show canon, still don't in know yet. In absence of a better explanation. Well, I don't know if they're going to give one. That's kind of... I, uh-huh. I kind of doubt it. I'm going to guess no, but uh, we'll see, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's the episode. Um, you know, we don't need to blabber it. We've said it enough. The whole... Yeah. This stuff is upsetting. It's not a good representation, especially it's- given... That, as we talked about before, um, what is Mr. Trueheart's first name? Sam. The the actor playing Sam is a Native American. He actually was the chief of a Native American tribe. Mm. Uh, and they could have just asked him some questions, and this would have gone a lot better. But they didn't do that. So, they didn't care. Um, and like, so, yeah. And it, again, it's... And obviously, this is the less worst part of it. But it's also frustrating that, like... Again, in between the bullshit, completely disconnected from it in every way except being part of the same episode of the show. There's a really fun boxing oh, yeah. episode the, in here. Uh, again, like just like last last week, the Red Battlezord stuff is really fun, and you could have connected Tommy's like self confidence loss to anything else, including just the fact that he's always kind of been self conscious about being the leader. Like right. that's that's kind of 
if not direct text, it's always been supported by the show. So you could have just done like, that. I have no recollection of what this arc even leads to plot-wise, if it even leads to anything. Uh, or I looked it up, and the fucking arrowhead becomes like a weapon or a key to a new weapon and <laughs> right, that's of course great. that's bad that, that was the only way that. they could have done that right just just like we talked about last time when you connect someone's religion to like your superpower fucking yep. bullshit it don't do that kind of nope. ever uh so that's that the middle of the episode is fun for sure um i'm kind yeah, of honestly a- if if you've been what? skipping these episodes, and again, totally understandable, just just fast forward to the to the boxing stuff, and there's that's a good the time thing, they have that's there. That's the thing I was going to say, is that when we went into this, I was, like, really scared that these episodes were just going to not, like, not even be fun to listen to or make. Right. And at least there's been enough and at least in you there. got to talk about Metal Milk. At least I got to talk about Metal Milk and punching, and I like those two things, so it's been... Less horrific than I imagined, but like only because, only because weirdly it's so disconnected and like weirdly paced that like all the bad shit is on the periphery, weirdly. It's still bad, but it's not even the central part of the episode, which makes it even more obvious they could have just not done it. So, yeah. Anyway, um, next week, uh, we get another episode uh, in this like little arc. Again, it's not a four-parter, but there's two more of these, and then, uh, and then other stuff. Thankfully, finally. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it for the episode. Let's do some questions real quick. If you have questions, you can send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Uh, Teenagers with Attitudes, our Facebook group, or you can send them to us. T- uh, at teens with tude, or sorry, teens with tude at gmail.com is what I meant to say. That last one. Um, I've got some questions uh, from when Mike guest hosted. If I repeat any, Mike, please tell me, and then we okay. won't do that one. Um, it was a while ago. I'll probably forget. That's fine. Then we'll do it twice because I wasn't here. Uh, Daniel asks, You have the chance to write and direct an episode of Power Rangers. Which team would you like to direct for, and what is the general plot of your episode? Oh, jeez. Bonus. Same question, but you're an eccentric billionaire, and the show budget is now infinite. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go first, uh, since I had okay. a chance to think about it a little bit, uh, and then Simon, since we're the two who've watched other stuff. Okay. And if y'all have answers, you can, you can do sure. it. Sure. Um, I would actually love to do a... Uh, an episode during Overdrive, Operation Overdrive, Simon, where remember where all the like past rangers from separate teams come back? Oh god, I barely remember. Okay. That. It's the only good part of Operation Overdrive. Basically, yeah. instead of a traditional team up episode, they have an episode where they pull a bunch of rangers from like different teams together to make a oh, weird like yeah. Power Rangers Justice League. Yeah, thing. they completely overshadow the Overdrive Rangers and like yeah, shove for, them to it's the like side for the whole episode. Two episodes. Adam is kind of the leader. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like Mighty Morphin Black at that time. Um, uh, and yeah, it's it's cool. I I really enjoy it. But if I had if I could do an additional episode. I would have done kind of a uh, 
what do you call, um, an animal house style, like, here's what everybody went on to do, or had been doing in the meantime. So, like, before you do the episode where they show up, you have everybody kind of doing stuff, whatever they were doing before they got called to come be part of this kind of Justice League team. It's just because the specific rangers they have in there, I can't remember all of them, but none of them are, it's not like the leaders of any of those teams, which you do sometimes get follow-ups mm. on. It's people who don't typically get spotlights, and I would have liked to see what they had been up to. I Anything, if you've been listening to the show, you by now know that I like lore, and I like to, when they flesh out stuff like that. So that would have been a kind of a fun thing to, to, to expand on. Um, Simon, do you have one? Um, I guess I'd do an episode of Jungle Fury, because my boy RJ has to be in an episode, uh, and the bad guys notice that the Power Rangers are way into... Uh, foosball, and so they send down a foosball monster, <laughs> and then they beat him by... You know, they just pulled something out of your hat there, yeah. huh? Do they yeah. turn all the rangers into, into little foosball, like, they, 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 oh, they, yeah. yeah, and they beat him by just pulling on the rod from the other side and, like, fucking it up, and, like, that's how they win, by cheating at foosball. They, they turn people all through Angel Grove into the foosball monsters. Not foosball yep. monsters, but the foosball guys. And then, but then the monster grows, and the Megazord has to play foosball with him for the yep. fate of Angel Grove. There you go. And there then it go. pulls <laughs> the rod from the other side to cheat at foosball, and that's how it wins. And, and then RJ just eats a bunch of edibles. A bunch of pizza. He like <laughs> smokes a lot of pot, and he gets really high, <laughs> and he's awesome. So there you go. I recently rewatched a, a Jungle Fury episode because I talk so much about how much weed RJ smokes, and I was like, I think I must have exaggerated in no. my head. I mean, <laughs> and then it, it, I watched it, and it's, no, not at I, all. I don't know if the actor came up with this, or if he was told to do this, but he clearly played through that entire series with the note, be high all the time, and that's how <laughs> he played it. <laughs> it's like how people are like, Shaggy wasn't high, it's a cartoon for children, and you're like, fuck off, Shaggy was high <laughs> as hell. <laughs> And I guess uh, if I had an infinite budget for a Power Rangers episode, I would leave it in development hell forever and use the rest of the infinite budget to solve every injustice on the on the earth. So Oh, okay. If it was Kickstarter rules and it had to be used, I would do that uh <laughs> what was that like octagon thing? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Oh the, yeah. The thing where like Jason came back and led a team of ranger team of rangers that had like uh uh, differences with Tommy's Rangers, like that's a yeah. cool plot that you would need a lot of money to do. So that that would probably be what I would do. Um, do either uh, uh, do either of y'all have any ideas? It's cool if Not, you don't. I mean, you kind of just took mine. So okay. <laughs> Sorry. What would uh, Jason and Tommy disagree over in your version? Uh, Luke? Jason really likes like sports games like Madden, whereas Tom's all about the JRPGs. <laughs> It'll just be a great gamer war. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. The gamer wars, sure. Yeah. Mike, do uh -huh. you have yeah, Jason's totally a Genesis guy. That's not that Oh yeah, absolutely. So my idea is basically the same as everybody else's, except uh Jason and Tommy fight over the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Uh, uh who's pro reg and who's anti reg? Oh, you you know that uh, Tommy's Pro Edge. Tommy, yeah, Tommy's the narc. 
Yep. Tommy is a cop. That's yeah. The problem is Jason is also a cop, but less so. I, 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 Jason got an earring. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cops can't have earrings. I, I feel like I feel off. like Jason's the kind of guy who would have done a lot of growing as a person after he got out of high I school. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you'll see. He, All right, he gets we, cooler. I keep forgetting that he's in this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. I guess that's our answers. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll do one more. Uh, it'll probably be pretty quick. Um, Ton asks, how many foreign countries have you visited? Uh, hmm. If you haven't visited any, which country would you most want to go to? Uh, I have never been out of the United States. Um, I've visited two foreign countries. One of them is the United States. Yeah. There you go. I was in Canada for like an afternoon once. Counts. Uh, yep. Uh, where would you like to go most, Luke? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not a big travel person. I would love to travel. The problem is I'm also very practical. So like yeah. anytime I think about doing a big trip... I always think about what else I could use that money on. Yeah, um, there's that. There's also like, and I know that, you know, there's a lot of places that are accommodating of this. I feel like I would be extremely anxious about going to somewhere where English isn't the main language people speak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I would screw something up horribly or get lost or something and not be able to like deal with it. And also like, I don't know, especially want to go to like England or something. I don't know. I mean, My- yeah, especially not right now. Well, sure. Uh, so, Simon, what's the other place you've been? Uh, France. Been France uh, twice. Oh, oh, that's cool. It's it's pretty nice. I don't know. That's I neat. wouldn't want to live there, but it's nice. Uh, I my family has some pretty close friends who live in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, uh-huh. I think that'd be really cool to go to. Uh, yeah. Especially since I'd have people to kind of show me around. Um, it's a it's a cool place. Uh, it seems like it's a cool place. I mean, I haven't been there, but it's also not one of the like. I don't, I feel like I don't have an, a specific, like, this is where I want to go the most, but I right. do feel like it would probably not be Paris or, like, one of the most, the, like, right. this is where I want to, you know, I don't really want to go to yeah. London or Paris. But, I mean, or... if you go to France, first of all, France is, like, the size of a single state in the U.S., right. so yeah. you can go right. everywhere in France really easily. And, you know, you go to Paris, you spend at least, like, a weekend there to see the things that everyone sees, but, like, it's it's also a really nice country, and you just, you know, go around. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, um, Mike, do you have any, any place you'd really like to visit? Uh, well, I've, I've, <clears throat> I've never been outside the U.S., but kind of the only place I want to go is Canada, and that's exclusively because right. I want to go see Emily. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's that a, is, yeah, that is fair. That's a good answer. <laughs> Um, I mean, if you're gonna, if I'm gonna give a more like traditional answer, I, I'm a big like, I hate the term foodie, but I like food and restaurants and, um, and going to Japan, which is the country that Mm -hmm. has the most Michelin star restaurants in the world. Oh, yeah, really? That's true. I didn't know that. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to, to go out over there and. (laughs) Listen, I just know I've watched a lot of anime that made Japanese food look really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are like really, (laughs) in terms of cuisine, like they're very, they're one of the best in the world. Um, I'm not a huge like Japanese culture person, but it would be cool to see like, 
you know, Akihabara and do, like, old I'd, video game stuff, so... I'd go to that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure theme bar they got. Sure. I'd go to that uh, Sailor Moon restaurant <laughs> right. that they got. I'd go I to all the shitty, like, anime dorko bars and restaurants. I, I'd go do all the things that you do in a Yakuza game, including get accosted <laughs> by random people that want to I fight would me all eat, the time. I would eat sushi not knowing the uh, exchange rate and then be like, oh my god, I just spent $400. I'm fucking destitute. I, I think it's about, like, I think a yen is worth more or less a penny. That's yeah, how it's not exactly convert. that, but like yeah. that's a quick and dirty estimate. Sure, estimate. fair enough. That would, but that would be fun. Other, but yeah, I mean, I would like to go to um, uh, Sweden. That'd be cool. Uh, Japan would be cool. Uh, like, yeah, I, I, I'm not against traveling, but it's not my like. I, I just always feel like I could be doing something else with it, so it's very hard for me to like commit to doing a big expensive trip. Um, I'm just a lazy person that doesn't want to like do a bunch of traveling on a vacation. That's also fair. Like, um, I'll, I'll just hang out at my house, not get properly dressed for a week straight, and play board games and video games with friends for a week. That's a vacation. I mean, yeah. that that yeah. also rules. Also, it or, doesn't... or like you know, renting a cabin or something and doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that. That's a vacation. That's something that I've been I've been doing for the past couple years with friends from high school, and uh-huh. honestly, like. Um, my parents used to take me on cool vacations and yeah. like going to a cabin and like barely going outside with yeah. friends. It has honestly been almost, if not more fun and also costs about a, a hundredth as much. Yep. So right. yeah, those are fun too. But, uh, but I mean, I don't know if the cabin could be like somewhere cool. That's also fine. Yeah, if it's got some pretty scenery out the window, sure. I mean, we should, like, come over to a cabin in Canada. Let's do that in the winter. Let's do that. I'd be down for that. Sure. Okay. I yeah. Mean, we'll we'll yeah. talk. <laughs> let's, let's, let's totally get in, into the wilderness in the middle of winter and then uh, yeah. be cut Just off in a like, snowstorm. Just, like, a lot of beer, some food, and, like, lots of video games. We're, we'll be good for, like, yes. four days. Sounds or good. whatever. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, listen, listen. When when we get snowed in and we get trapped and cut off from civilization for weeks, right. we're running out of food, and we have to resort to cannibalism. I call first dibs on Simon. Okay, <sighs> because fight me off. Uh, is it because he's filled with poutine? Or yes, I mean okay. by the time we've spent a couple of days there, we all will be. So there you go. <laughs> um, fair enough. I, I hey Simon. Yeah. What is? I know that meat is not like a tradition. Dish, part of traditional poutine, but no, if you're gonna put a meat, one. if you're gonna put a meat in it, what is your favorite? Uh, um, God, okay. So my my first answer is probably smoked meat, which you probably don't know what it is. It's like a Montreal thing. It's kind of like pastrami, uh, I guess. Okay, I know what smoked meat is, so I yeah. got confused. I but I understand now. You mean like a specific thing? Got it? Yeah, Fine. it's 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 a Montreal. <laughs> thing specifically okay. it's 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 you know it's deli meat but it's sure. smoked it's hot it's good make sandwiches out of it it's really good in poutine i also like uh you know sliced uh, hot dogs and a poutine is really good uh bacon is really good never had poutine before just uh, from looking at pictures of it i can imagine in my head like shredded roast beef seems like it'd be good yep. stirred in also there. just ground beef it's fine it's good in sure. poutine you can uh, you can put pretty much anything savory anything you'd put on a pizza or in a burger you put on a poutine and it's good so i, wanna, I think yeah. this is just because what i conceive gravy as being i i think i just went pork sausage in there yep 
Uh, that's the, good. Yeah, you the can one do I that. saw had pulled pork in it. Uh, yep. Oh yeah, that. pulled pork yeah. poutine is really good too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was just curious. Fair enough. Um, also, you eat it with your hands. Anyway, no, uh, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Don't believe this lying man. <laughs> you, you eat it with a fork. Only a fork. <laughs> so uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. Um, check out AudioEntropy.com where there's lots of cool podcasts. Uh, follow if us. somehow, against all odds, you decide you want more of this. <laughs> yeah, follow you want to hear more about Metal Milk? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to track We'll never track mention this. Metal Milk again um, oh, on no, this no. podcast. I'm going to have to track this through the rest of the, the Zio uh, <laughs> season. <laughs> um, see, what's throwing me off is I keep thinking of the Metal Men. Mm-hmm. Those comic book characters? Sure. I mean, they probably use metal milk in some capacity. I'm just thinking of that like big pool of liquid metal from Mario 64 that you dive into <laughs> to get into like the cave level. Do you yeah, think that maybe it's what the T-1000 was made of? Uh, yeah. uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. He's made of metal milk. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, let me think. Uh, yeah. What fall- if instead of like, like dropping him in the lava, the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator had just drank the T-1000 and that's how they beat him <laughs> if he just like you know his shotgun's out of ammo he's missing some limbs his face is all scarred up he's oh he's falling into his trap as he pulls out a silly straw the problem with that is that he would have grown giant because that's what metal milk does to other robots yeah but you. but humans, if humans drink it, they die. It's like gummy berry juice from uh from the gummy bear. Wait, I thought cartoon. I thought the human characters occasionally <laughs> successfully took the gummy berry juice in that show. I th- in fact, that was the whole plot point. Is is the is like the evil counter whoever think, wanted the gummy berry juice. For I his actually own ends. think what it was was that gummy berry juice makes gummy bears just bounce, but it gives right. humans super strength, which seems like a pretty strong imbalance between the well, two I think powers. It, I think get. it also just makes them bounce but like bouncing is a superpower in that world right yeah i mean they successfully win with the power of bouncing frequently bouncing in that show is like it's like you gain super mario's ability to jump like mario jumps quote unquote but what he's actually doing is like he becomes a murder machine by jumping which is weird but yeah, anyway, don't drink uh don't drink metal milk if you're a human. If you're a robot, <laughs> drink it, it makes you strong. Uh if you're um, a human infiltrating some robots and they make you want to drink metal milk to prove you're a robot, be careful. Uh, the, the thing, no, you did not say it makes you strong. You said it like instantly transforms them into adult robots. Yeah, they, yeah, they get big. It makes them big and strong. <sighs> uh if they're a child, it turns them into an adult robot. If they're already an adult robot, and Orbis gives it to you, it makes you giant. This is all yeah, makes see, perfect it's, it's sense. Like the it's like power-up system in the Mario Brothers. First, it makes you big. Then it makes you more powerful. Yeah, Gonna have exactly. to write the Metal Milk Bible to make sure we don't contradict ourselves here. We are not writing the Metal Milk Bible. That won't be happening. No, but I will be starting a, uh, a metal band. and that Folks, will be if you want to join our cult to Metal Milk, just write in. <laughs> <sighs> I keep trying to do plugs, and then y'all keep talking about metal milk. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> follow me on follow me on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla. Follow uh, the show at Teens with Tude. Anybody else want to plug anything? No, I don't want to be associated with this <laughs> show anymore. Follow Luke at SSJ Speed Racer. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, fuck it. I'll disclose that my Twitter is the real Simben, and I don't put anything interesting on it. But you can follow me if you want. Uh, mine is Mike Loves Rabbit. 
There you go. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. Come back next week and we'll talk more about Metal Milk. Uh, I'm going to rename the Probably show. Probably not. I'm going to rename the show Metal Milk Talk. And uh, come back. What's with Metal Milk? Yeah, what's with Metal Milk? Uh, got Metal Milk? Uh, four teenagers with attitude. I've been Zach. <sighs> I've been Luke. I've been Simone. And I'm Metal Mike. <laughs> May the power protect you always. God damn it. Oh we my. do a dumb show. <sighs> we really do. Dumb bad show that we do about dumb bad show. Mm-hmm.